0: If you've got a Bible. Turn with me to John chapter 16. John chapter 16. Continuing our series entitled "He Is." Uh, he is. Over the last uh, couple months now, we've been uh, journeying through the book of John, looking at the uh, person and character of Jesus Christ, who the Bible says He truly is. Right. Uh, we have seen that uh, Jesus is more than uh, just was more than just some mere man, right? That lived on earth, more than just some good teacher. Right. We see that he is more than just our homeboy. Right. Or, or somebody that, uh, man, we go to uh, uh, like a vending machine when we need something and then, man, disregard him the rest. Right. He is God. He's God and he's worthy of all of our worship uh, and uh, praise, uh, And so we're continuing our series in John chapter 16. First off, I want to say uh, a big thank you to uh, Brother Ben Scott, uh, who stepped in and preached last week through John 15, did a great job uh, leading in the word there while I was at our Sango location. So thankful uh, for him uh, and his willingness to preach. And uh, um, and it was a good word, man. I listened to some of it myself and I hope you uh, enjoyed uh, the time as well. And so with that being said, John chapter 16. Starting in verse 5, if you're there, let me know that you're there by saying there. Uh, Jesus is continuing his uh, discourse of encouragement to the disciples. He's getting ready to go to the cross uh, here soon. Uh, the disciples are anxious, are fearful. Jesus is saying stuff like, hey, I'm getting ready to, to roll, man, I'm getting ready to dip, you know. But uh, here in John chapter 16, he encourages them by saying, hey, man, though I'm leaving, hey, someone greater uh, is going to be with uh, you it's greater that uh who this person is going to or who uh, uh this person is going to be uh with you uh the fact that he's going to be there man it's of greater importance and so john chapter 16 starting in verse 5 this is what uh, the word of the lord says it says this um but now i am going to him who sent me and none of you asks me where are you going but because i have said these things to you Sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you will see me no longer. And concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all the truth. For He will not speak on His own authority. But whatever He hears, He will speak and He will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the father has is mine. Therefore, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. Jesus here says that, hey, it's to the disciples advantage that he leaves because uh, the helper uh, is coming. The helper and who he's talking about is uh, the Holy Spirit of God is going to come, right? Uh, That word helper in the original language, it's the word uh, that uh, is paraclete, right? Uh, Literally means one who walks alongside us in life. What Jesus is saying is, hey, I'm getting ready to go to the cross, die for your sins, man, raised from the dead, and I'm going to ascend to heaven one day. But don't you worry. Man, the Spirit of God is going to come and reside in your heart and be with you at all times, always. And so do not fear. Do not fear. I've entitled the message today uh, simply this: Our true helper. Our true helper. That's who the Spirit of God is, man. Our true helper, the one who walks alongside us, guides us through life, man. Hey, you feel lonely today, man? If you know Jesus, you're not lonely, man. You have the Spirit of God, man. Dwells it, walks alongside you through life. Won't we pray uh, one more time together? God, we love you. We God, thank you for your word, Lord. We thank you for your spirit, God. I pray this morning that, Lord, you would teach us, Lord, the, the truth about who your Holy Spirit is, Lord. Um, we may come with some misconceptions about him, Lord, but I pray that we would straighten it out based on what your word says. Uh, and Lord, as a result, Lord, grow to love you more. Uh, God, and look to live for you. We love you. We thank you. We ask these things all in your gracious and heavenly name. And all God's people said, amen, amen and amen. Uh, well, just the other day, uh, I uh, stumbled, Brother Tom, on an article that listed uh, some of the greatest sidekicks uh, of all time across the spectrum. Sports, TV series, movies, right? Uh, some of the greatest sidekicks of all time. And through that list, Right, uh, there were some that I agreed with, and some that I didn't. So I end up comprising my own list, right, of uh, some of the greatest sidekicks ever. See if you uh, agree with me on these. Obviously, man, on the top of the list, one of the top, you know, it has to be one of the tops. Man is uh, Robin to Batman. Man, Robin, a great sidekick. Man was, hey, was there? Couldn't really do nothing, didn't, you know, but he was, he was there as a good help and support to uh, Batman. And everybody knows him. Uh, for you sports fans, right? Uh, man, Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen was an awesome sidekick to the great Michael Jordan, right? Uh, he did a lot of things well, right? But uh, uh, he wasn't—he wasn't the star of the show. Michael Jordan was, and he was a good support to him. How about this, man? Going old school here. What about uh, Miss Ethel, right? As a sidekick to Lucy from *I Love Lucy*. man? remember that? I remember watching that black and white show with uh, my mom back in the day, man. Miss Ethel served as a great uh, sidekick. Here we go, man, I think some of you guys may agree with this, I don't know, uh, but uh, uh, another one that I saw that I agree with, Chewbacca, man, Chewbacca has a great sidekick to Han Solo, man, a good help uh, to him. Here's another one, right, for uh, you 90s t- sitcom fans, right, George Costanza, right, as a sidekick to uh, Seinfeld, man, uh, Seinfeld as a help uh, to him. Uh, here's another one, man, and I hadn't seen the movies because uh, one of the movies has a giant spider in it, so I abstained from watching it, but uh, I heard he's a good psychic. Samwise Gamgee, right, to uh, Mr. Frodo, Lord of the Rings, right, uh, he served as a good sidekick there. Here's, here's another one, Donkey, Donkey to Shrek, right, uh, man, he was a good psychic, and then, man, for uh, the 80s mu- uh, movie fans, right, Goose. Um, as a good sidekick to Maverick, right, and Top Gun, man. Those are, uh, you know, my, that's my short list. Not in particular order of, um, uh, man, some of the great uh, sidekicks. The reason why I share that list, right, is because I think some of us, man, have this thought that when it comes to the Holy Spirit, right, that he is a sidekick to Jesus. Or he's a subordinate to God the Father, we have this thought that, man, hey, the, the, you know, the Spirit of God, hey, he's, he's, you know, playing a backup role, if you will, to uh, Jesus, right? Jesus is greater than he is. Or God the Father is greater than he is. But the reality is that that just isn't true. Just isn't true. Right? The truth and what we see in the Word is that, man, the Holy Spirit of God is God. He's God. Right? The, some truths here about of the Holy Spirit. Right. He's the third person of the Trinity, the Trinitarian doctrine. Right. That uh, He's the third person, three distinct uh, persons for God, yet one. Right. How can you explain it? it, it it's tough to explain, but we see in uh, the word. Right. We see that the Holy Spirit is co-equal and co-eternal with God, the father and God, the son. And like I said, that last truth, right, that he is God, he's not just some cosmic force. Right. He's not just some uh, uh, mystical, you know, wind that just hovers around. Right. And if you get a little, you know, uh, grasp of a man, then you start doing all kinds of crazy stuff. No, that, that's not him. He is God. He's God. And, and what Jesus is trying to communicate here in John chapter 16, man, he's trying to encourage the disciples and encourage us with this truth that, hey, even though I'm leaving, man, I'm going to the cross. Right, it's for your benefit. I go to the cross, die for your sins, right? He was going there, even though he was getting ready to leave the earth. Man, the Holy Spirit was coming, man, to live and dwell in them. Right, that ought to serve as encouragement to us in here. If we know Jesus, man, hey, God is with us. Hey, God has taken residence in our heart and is with us. In every moment. Every moment. And we must choose to understand, man, that he is our true helper our true helper jesus here man shares three ways i believe in uh, the text here uh, of how he is our true helper the way that he helps uh, us man the first way that we see right uh, that he helps man is found in uh, verses 8 through 11 man he graciously convicts jesus says hey when he leaves the spirit of god is going to come And he's gonna convict, man, the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. I gotta think about it this week in study, man. If you think about it for a second. Hey, the conviction of God, man, is a way that he shows his grace to his people. It says in the context, he convicts the world, right? And we'll talk about that in a second, sin, righteousness, and judgment, right? That is a measure of his grace. Hey, he could just say, all right, hey, time's up. Man, if you didn't believe me, hey, I'm gone. One day, man, he is going to come back, and that, and that time's going to be up. But the fact that he, man, he shows conviction and shows the fact that, hey, I am who I, you say I am, or I am, who the Bible says that I am. Man, that is a measure of his grace. Hey, the fact that he convicts the, the believer. Man, when we go wayward, man, that's a measure of His grace. Could strike us dead if He wanted to. He could leave us to our own vices if He wanted to. But the fact that, man, He shows, or He gives conviction, man, shows His grace. He graciously convicts. That word convict in the original language, it speaks to uh, exposure. Exposure. Right as, man, hey, we, we go about life. Hey, the Spirit of God, man, exposes truth exposes man hey where we air right and looks to lead us back to the truth whenever I think of exposure brother Ben I think of uh, my freshman year of high school uh, whenever I was in Spanish class and we had a test one day and let me go ahead and preface it by saying hey brother Christian this was BC days before Christ day Man, everybody in the class, man, was cheating on that test. And so I said, man, I don't know. I bless you know, I can't, hey, I barely struggle to speak. So, I, hey, I need some help. I need some help. And so, man, I pulled out that little, you know, guide that I had that I came up with. Everybody's cheating. And so I said, hey, I'm good to go, man. So I, I started answering, man. I'm thinking I'm scotch-free. I'll never forget, man, two students, one, one girl that, I mean, legit hated me from the first week of high school on. That's another story for another day. That's why she wasn't a big fan of me. But um, it, it, she and another student went outside with the teacher for a second and then came back in. And all of a sudden, the teacher said, hey, Irvin, can I talk to you for a second? And I'm thinking, hold up. Ain't no way, man, out of all the people that were cheating on the test, I'm the one that got snitched on. No way. Well, sure enough, it was true, man. The teacher came and said, hey, I... Heard that you were cheating on your test. Hey, you've been exposed. Been exposed. And at that moment, hey, there was nothing I was doing. Hey, I was, I was. Brought, it was brought to light what I'd done. Man, and all I could do, man, is apologize. Man, and make up that test. Say that story, man. To say this, hey, in the same way, hey, that's what conviction is. That's what the Spirit does, man. He exposes. Man, hey, the areas of our life that we, hey, we need to give over to the Lord, man, take care of. He exposes, man, sin in our life that, hey, we, we need to deal with and take care of. And so, man, hey, when he does that, we ought to choose to respond in doing so. We see that he graciously convicts. As Jesus talked about here, he graciously convicts of sin. In the context here, he's talking about the world. Right, the lost world, man, many of them didn't didn't believe uh, Jesus' mission. Well, when the Spirit comes, he's going to show what Jesus said to be true. The fact that, hey, without Christ, you are a lost sinner, man, destined, right, to to life apart from him forever in a real place called hell. Exposes the reality of sin and the fact that none of us measure up to him. Romans 3, verses 9 through 12 says that. What then? Are we... Jews, Paul writing here. Are, are we as Jews any better off? No, not at all. For we are, we have already charged that all, both Jews and Greeks, are under sin. As it is written, none is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together, they have become worthless. No one does good. Not even one. Right? He. Convicts of sin and this sin problem that we have. And by the way, he still does that today. Hey, and by the way, you know, it, it's he, he may not uh, do it. He, God convicts in more ways than, than just, hey, within your quiet time with him. Man, he convicts as, man, someone brings forth the word. He'll use other believers to speak truth into your life. That'll lead to conviction for you. Right? Them, let other spirit, man, going and sharing with someone. And and, and so here, my heart here, if you're in here and you don't know Christ, man, hey, the truth of the matter is, hey, you you fall short of God's glory and you need him. need to make the decision to come to know uh, him. And he convicts of uh, sin. He convicts of uh, righteousness. Here it speaks of Jesus's righteousness. The fact that he is indeed who he said that he is. Right. Uh, the Jewish folks there, man, the, the, the religious leaders of the day, man, that had, uh, uh, you know, a lot of uh, religiosity, but man really missed it. They were lost far from God. They had missed it. What Jesus is saying, here, hey, when the spirit of God comes, it's going to show the fact that I am blameless. Uh, uh, the Jewish folks that condemned me to the cross, right, because they thought I was unrighteous. Actually, it was a little uh, interesting that they did that because I actually went because I was righteous. The only one who was able to pay the punishment for their sins, right? The Spirit's going to come and show the fact that he is the only one who is righteous. And then we see that the Spirit, man, he convicts of judgment, right? He convicts of, man, judgment here. He talks about it here in the text, man, of the fact that the evil one, man, is going to be judged. When when Jesus said it is finished, hey, he won. And the enemy was judged at that moment. Hey, when he rose from the grave on the third day, right, hey, victory came. And hey, the enemy's time clock just started ticking. And one day, hey, when Jesus comes back again, he's going to cast uh, the devil and his angels into the lake of fire, man, for, to forever reign there. And victory will be ultimately fulfilled. That judgment there, speaking of the judgment, that's coming to Satan. And so hallelujah. Hey, I I don't know about you, but I'm glad, man, I'm on the right side of salvation. We see that the Lord, he graciously uh, convicts, graciously convicts. Let's keep going here. Man, he's our true helper in the fact that he graciously convicts, but he's our true helper also. Because, man, he chooses to guide the saints, chooses to guide the saints. Look at what verse 12 says here says, I still have many things to say to you, but you can't bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. Man, we see here that Jesus shifts his focus from talking about the world... Right. How, hey, the, the spirit is going to convict the world to, hey, the disciples, those who follow him and speak into the fact that uh, the spirit of God. Right. His role is to help guide us where God there speaks to illuminate. He's going to illuminate the way for us, man, guides us in all truth. He gives direction for us, which means this. Hey, as followers of Jesus, we don't have to live aimlessly. Or live wandering to and fro, trying to figure out, man, what we're supposed to be doing. The Spirit of God, man, guides us, gives us direction in that. Man, as we spend time with the Lord, man, he guides us, he leads the way for us. How does he do it? By his word and his truth. He leads us into all truth. Wondering where you need to go? Hey, man, seek the Lord's face. The Spirit of God will give you direction. Hey, trying to figure out that next big decision on on, on where to live or what you need to do. Man, seek the Lord, man. Hey, he'll give guidance and direction. I think some of us, man, hey, we find ourselves a lot of times in in, uh, proverbial ditches in life, man, because, hey, we just fail to follow the spirit's lead in our life. We think that, hey, we've got the road map, so hey, we're just gonna follow our own way, even though, as we're walking with God, He speaks to us, He leads us, He guides us. But we fail to yield to Him and His direction, and we find ourselves in pain. I know I've been there many a times. And then I'm trying to blame God for it, and God's like, yo, I've been, I've been trying to tell you. This is where you ought to be going. Man, He guides the saints, guides the saints. I love what one commentary says regarding uh, the Spirit's guidance in our life, right? The Spirit of God is a faithful teacher. He teaches us the truths we need to know when we need them and when we are ready to receive them. And I think that's a great way to look at it, man. Teachers, right? I know we've got some in the room, man. They're Hey, they're great guides for us. Great guides. Man, I've had several... Great teachers uh, in my life. Um, but uh, perhaps, in my opinion, one of the greatest teachers of all time was actually a fictional character on a television show, man, that served as a great teacher, uh, turned principal. Uh, you probably remember the show, Boy Meets World, right? Uh, Mr. Feeney. I don't even know his first name. I just called him Mr. Feeney. I don't even remember his first name. But, man, he, say, he served. he was an awesome teacher. Yeah, you know, because he was proficient in the instruction that he was given. But what made him so great was that, hey, those moments, man, where he spoke to, man, Corey and Topanga and Eric and all those characters, right? Hey, he, he, hey, he gave the right instruction at the right time. And it always seemed to be perfect. And, and you knew, man, when a good nugget was coming, by the way, whenever that theme music came on in the background, you know what I'm talking about? Man, that theme music came on. It's like, oh, yeah, it's about to be good. What are you about to say now? Man, I say that illustration right to speak to hey how the Spirit of God in a much greater way is a great teacher and guide for us, and that's what He does. He does, and He leads and He guides us. Uh, John fourteen twenty six and twenty seven uh, says it like this: "But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in My name, He will teach you all things." And bring to you remembrance all that I have said to you. So peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. Man, the Spirit's role in helping us is to guide us in all truth. Hey, are are you following his guidance and leadership? You follow him as guidance and leadership. Man, he guides us in all truth. And then thirdly and lastly, man, how is the Lord, right, the Holy Spirit of God, our true helper? Man, he shows he's our true helper in the fact that at the end of the day, he glorifies the father and the son. Verses 14 and 15, Jesus wraps up by reminding the disciples, because, again, if I put myself in the disciples' shoes, man, Jesus is talking about, man, this helper. It seems a little abstract. Just, you know, picture yourself in that context there. Seems a little abstract. Man, I could be thinking all kinds of things. I could be thinking, yeah, man, is, is this some kind of mysterious wind or so, something that's going on here? What, what, what's the deal? Man, you know, how how is he going to work? Jesus reminds them here is super important. Right? He will glorify me for... He will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. The truth of the matter is, hey, at the end of the day, the Spirit of God, right, who dwells in us, man, hey, he glorifies the Father and the Son. What does that mean, Pastor Irv? Well, I'm glad you asked. It it means this. Hey, that, that everything... Right, that the Father has said everything that the Son has said. Right, hey, the Spirit, right, affirms that. Hey, everything that we see in the Word, right, what is said. Right, hey, the Spirit affirms that. So so let me put it another way. Hey, if the Spirit of God, in your mind, if you think it's the Spirit of God, leads you to do something that isn't found in the truth of God, then it wasn't the Spirit of God. You might have ate some bad Chinese food. It had some random feeling. It wasn't the Spirit of God. There's a lot of folks that have hey, that have that have lived on earth that have you know started cult movements and have done man obscene things that they say that's in the name of God. The Spirit hey the Spirit led me to do this. It's not true. If it hey if it doesn't line up with the Word, it's not of the Spirit. Because hey at the end of the day, the Spirit of God man glorifies the Father and the Son. That's what that speaks to there. Man, like uh, uh, my boy Trip Lee, right? He's a Christian hip-hop artist. Whenever I got saved, man, got into Christian uh, uh, rap, man, and and, and some deep uh, uh, theological stuff. He had a song called Behold the Spirit that that had this line that said this. Hey, some act crazy and say it's him, but hear this. If it don't match his word, then it's not of the Spirit. And that is so uh, true, man, so true. Man, he glorifies the Father. That, hey, that means that, hey, it, it, what he says matches the truth of God. But also what that means is this. Hey, we ought not be folks that choose to minimize, hey, the Spirit's work in our life. There's some folks, if you're not careful, man, that say, hey, I'm hey, I'm all about, man, hey, worshiping God the Father. Man, hey, you know, hey, he's he's my Holy Father, man. And hey, they minimize Christ and His work, and they minimize man the Spirit and His work. There's some folks that do that across the board. Some folks that, hey, it's the it's the other side. Hey, where they they, they uh, uh, focus solely on man just the Spirit's work, right, and neglect man, hey, the Son's work and the Father's work. But the reality is we ought not minimize any of them. The, all three of them are God. Three of them are God, and we ought to follow the example right in our prayer life as an example man pray to the father through the son by uh, the spirit man the lord is our helper with the fact by the fact that he glorifies the father and the son hey what is your view of uh, the holy spirit man so, some of you man the truth of the matter is man it's you've by nature minimized the spirit's work in your life so here it has been a long time since you've heard his voice hey because of your your uh, theology of who the holy spirit is the fact that you've minimized it man hey you're you're living a christian life with no power Man, hey, choose to see the Spirit of God as the Word sees it, man. Hey, co-equal, co-eternal, man, but ultimately our helper, our guide, our leader. A couple takeaways, and we'll be finished this morning. Some, some takeaway thoughts here for all of us in the room. How, how do we apply this to our life? Well, hey, the first way we apply this is this. Hey, if you're lost in here, surrender to Christ. It's not by accident that you're here today. And part of the role of the Spirit, right, is to convict the world of their sin. Truth of the matter is, hey, being good isn't good enough. Coming to church isn't good enough. Being a good family member isn't good enough to get back to God. Man, it's only through surrendering your heart and life to Jesus Christ and what He did on that cross 2,000 years ago. Surrender to Him. Surrender him. Secondly, man. Second takeaway thought for the saints in the house on that subject of conviction of sin. Hey, deal with your sin. Some of you, hey, you, you, the Lord's been convicting you of uh, sin in your life. He's exposed, man. Certain corners or certain areas of your life, man, that uh, where you're not honoring them. Hey, choose, man, to deal with it. Give it to him. Bible says, First John one nine. Hey, if we confess our sin, he's faithful and just man to forgive us our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness man hey what we choose to cover up god uncovers but at the end of the day hey what we choose to uncover as we walk with him and we're convicted of our sin god chooses to cover so chay choose to deal with your sin man deal with your sin Then thirdly and lastly, hey, choose to follow the Spirit's lead in your life. As we walk with God, hey, He speaks to us. The Spirit of God that dwells in us, man, He He speaks to us, gives us direction. Encourages us, hey, man, you ought to minister to that person. Hey, you ought to pray for that person. Hey, you ought to give to that thing. You ought to serve. You ought to give that thing up. You ought to apologize. Ought to go that way. Hey, choose to follow his lead. His lead. Like that old hymn goes, Brother Chris. Man, wherever he leads, man, we'll go. Wherever he leads, I'll go. Man. Choose to follow the Spirit's lead. With heads bowed a nice closed, as we end our time today, um, as we wrap up, Liz is going to come up here and and share. Uh, Jesus here gives uh, really a theology of the Holy Spirit in these. Uh, 10 verses uh, shares about uh, who he is and his role in our life. And as we close today, maybe you're in here and man you perhaps have a misconception of him. Man, hey. And choose to give that to the Lord. Hey, choose to see the Spirit of God for who, man, the Word says that He is. And choose to follow Him accordingly.